the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. And the president's recovery from COVID-19 continues to be the big story today. Meanwhile, the White House says that the president has been taken to the nation's top military hospital where he will recover over the next two weeks. As a precaution, they say he'll still be able to do most of his duties from the presidential suite there. Two Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee have tested positive for the coronavirus as well. That's raised new questions about the upcoming Supreme Court confirmation hearings and former White House advisor Kellyanne Conway affected. Conway tested positive for the coronavirus days after attending a White House event with several others who have since come down with COVID-19. She was at last Saturday's Rose Garden ceremony for President Trump's Supreme Court nomination announcement. That is White House correspondent Greg Cluxton, and this is SRN News. It's coming down to the wire. The lunatic left is doing all it can to take back America. You've seen the radicals take over the Democrat Party. You've seen the riots in the streets. You've seen them blame President Trump for their own riots. They blame him for the coronavirus. Now they blame him for the wildfires in the West. Are you sick of it yet? Are you ready to defend all that is good about America? You can do it November 3rd. It's up to you. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing... AM 1280, The Patriot. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they're really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving the country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the U.S. and Liberty. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. Here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. And uh, happy to have you uh, take time out of your Saturday, as always, to join us here on Where You Live. Uh, I'm brought to you by uh, great folks uh, like Will Tarbox from Country Financial and uh, the folks at Extreme Exteriors. We've got uh, a great show. We've got a great lineup here for you. But before we get into our topic, I've got to say hello to the man that helps make it happen every week, uh, Trevor Kay. Uh Trevor, uh, how are you doing? Uh, overall, pretty pretty well here, Gene. How you been? Good. I'm I'm good. Good. Do you uh, do you enjoy pets? Do you have um, a pet? I have fish, if that counts. Uh, I like I like a well behaved sure. dog. I don't mind cats. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about how about a parrot? Ooh, that might be pushing it for me. A little too chirpy. Is it? Yeah. Why 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 is that? Uh, uh well, I grew up. I had some family friends that had a few small birds. Not a parrot, but. Uh-huh. Uh, the, just the high-pitched sort of tone of their voice and their constant chirping got to be just a bit much for me. Okay. Well, uh, there is, I don't know if you saw this story, but uh, in the U.K., there is a safari park, and uh, they have a group of African gray parrots. And uh, now uh, they've gotten to the point where they are quarantined, uh, all of these gray parrots. Oh, really? Uh, from the public. Yes, it seems that the birds um, began to uh, began to swear, <laughs> and they and they taught one another. So I, someone must have heard someone else uh, with some swear words. But the birds have taught each other to swear, and then when they are uh, talking with this real offensive language, uh, and uh, others look shocked, then they actually laugh as well and so no way yes and so there was uh in uh, lincolnshire uh england uh in the uh, wildlife park they said uh, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have a time out and they've quarantined the birds from the public uh just because uh, they're they're just too offensive it's going to be a hard habit to break a lot of retraining no, for those birds I, I, I guess so. I don't know what what you're going to do. Uh, where do you where do you let uh, parrots like that go after that? Well, and there would have had to be some uh, some <laughs> training. Maybe it was an inside job. Maybe it's the night yeah. shift guy. You there know. There you go. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, folks, we've got a, a great show. Let's begin uh, uh, with a, a story that is uh, coming uh, from uh, the. This I guess was. Uh, Bring me Minnesota the news back in July. So it's been a, a little bit, but we haven't talked about it yet. And the story I'm talking about is the executive order uh, from the governor that allows for some evictions, but not if someone doesn't pay their rent. You know, since the very beginning of the pandemic, the, uh, legislatures across our nation have immediately uh, made financial assistance available to renters who had lost their job, 
unable to pay rent. A second part of this effort has also been in putting in place a moratorium on efforts to evict people from their residence during this time. Now, we've seen uh, some time now come and go, several updated executive orders, and uh, they uh, trying to keep this uh, fine-tune dance in place. But many are worried now, saying, you know, it's going to end sometime, and then what? Uh, you know, how are these executive orders uh, going to uh, leave? Are they going to, is it going to happen all at once quickly? Or are we talking about things that are going to happen slowly? Okay. In what order are things going to be restored? This can make a big difference in the entire world in what happens uh, to uh, the rental and rental market. Well, here to discuss these issues with me is uh, Cecil Smith. Cecil is the current president and CEO of the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Uh, Cecil, welcome to where you live. Uh, Thanks, Gene. Great to be with you today. Yeah. Uh, Cecil, for our listeners, uh, tell them uh, a little bit about yourself. Uh, How long have you been in your current position with uh, MHA, uh, and uh, what were you doing prior, and uh, maybe what are some of the goals uh, that you you have uh, for this organization? Thanks, Gene. Yeah, it's uh, I was um, honored to join uh, MHA back in February, so I got about a month of uh, uh, normalcy uh, before. Uh, the COVID hit and all of these other things that have been huge disruptors uh, in our lives um, and changed uh, the landscape significantly. Uh, I've had a long association um, with the multi-housing association. It's been uh, a great partnership that they, they helped me grow my business, um, become a better owner and operator because I am an owner and operator and long-term member of, of MHA. And back in uh, 2017 through 18, I had the privilege of serving as the uh, board chair for the Multi-Housing Association. Okay. So uh, long-term member, and uh, and now I've uh, come over to um, help uh, on uh, run the association. Great. Uh, well, glad to have you uh, on board. And I, I must say, it's... It's nice. Not all the time, you know, in professional associations uh, like uh, MHA or other professional ones, you don't necessarily get someone at the helm who is uh, actually uh, involved in the work or the business uh, that they're all about. And so I think that can make a big difference. So appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Well, I've uh, one to begin. We want to talk, uh, Cecil, about uh, uh, what's been in place uh, since uh, the pandemic with uh, the governor, and I think he's up to over ninety executive orders now. And uh, let me, and uh, of course, uh, the last one that I think that dealt with uh, the uh, rental uh, industry is uh, Executive Order seventy nine where he modified some things with uh, evictions, and we'll get into this uh, in just a little bit. But let me ask you, uh, Cecil, what kind of grade would you give the governor and the Minnesota legislature in how they've handled the pandemic so far? Well, um, I'm not good at giving grades because uh, <laughs> it's pretty hard to summarize okay. a whole performance um, in terms of a grade. But look, I'll say, you know, it's there's no playbook for what we've gone through. Um, and clearly we're seeing both, you know, challenges and deficiencies, both in terms of the systems that we had in place uh, and had, had prepared statutorily and regulatorily for um, a peacetime emergency like this. Um, and, you know, I think that, 
could we have seen stronger cooperation and uh, a uh, more circumspect analysis? Um, yes, but at the same time, you know, you have to give a lot of grace to people who are doing something they've never done before, and we're, and we're all going through something that we've yeah. never gone through I, before. So I, I, I would it's agree. I with you. Sure. Okay. Um, what? Uh, uh, as uh, things have pertained to um, uh, how it is played out in the multifamily rental industry, uh, what yeah. what has worked and what hasn't so far? Do you think? So, yeah. So you know, just to give a little bit of uh, historical perspective, the the governor instituted um, the peacetime emergency uh, back in mid-March and um, soon after uh, we saw um, the implementation of the eviction moratorium with Executive Order uh, 14. And that um, was a remarkable turn of events, but the industry the weekend prior to that had announced um, a self-imposed uh, moratorium on evictions for non-payment, um, a pause on late fees, um, and and that was to to recognise we had a role to play um, as an industry during a crisis uh, when housing and stable housing was really important um, to being able to manage. Um, what none of us really knew what were, what would happen yeah. with COVID nineteen, how how yeah. devastating it could be, and we all saw some of those charts, yeah. and it was um, frightening. Yeah, the the potential loss of of literally millions of lives, and we and we have seen a million people globally yeah. who have now passed away. Yeah, um, I I like that. Uh, that was a, a good uh, reminder that uh, prior to what uh, the uh, state had done or uh, with uh, governance and uh, uh, moratoriums. There was also the industry, the multi-housing industry that has been uh, responsible because we're talking by and large uh, with people who are responsible landlords, responsible owners, and uh, they want to uh, be able to see um uh, that uh, their uh, industry uh, continues uh, to move forward with success, and so self-governance is always uh, is always the best. We're going to be uh, taking a break right now, folks. But I don't want you to go away. We got so much more to discuss with my guests, the president and CEO of the Minnesota Multi Housing Association, Cecil Smith. We're talking about uh, the evictions that. Uh, moratorium that the governors put on we're going to get to a time where uh that we're going to get back to normalcy oh i hope so and when we do what is that going to mean is there going to be a tsunami of uh evictions ahead we're going to talk about that and so much more don't go away you're listening to us on am 1280 the patriot back after these messages am 1280 the patriot Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, Mike Hilborn here of Roof to Deck Decoration. If there was ever a year to decorate your home with Christmas lights, this would be it. I will personally meet with you to come up with a beautiful design for your home or business. 
We provide all of the Christmas lights, wreaths, garland, and extension cords. My employees, not subcontractors, will install the Christmas lights and greenery on your home. If a bulb burns out, we will fix it within 12 hours. We'll even take the lights down after the holidays and store them at our warehouse. Visit us at RoofToDeckDecoration.com. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, The World After Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com, Trump 2024. Stream it today at SalemNow.com. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here with my guest, the president and CEO of the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, Cecil Smith. Uh, Of course, I'm sponsored uh, this segment by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we get back uh, in our discussion, it's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit CAIonline.org to learn more. The address again is CAIonline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on Membership. I want to welcome back my guest, uh, Cecil Smith. Uh, Cecil, you know, the headlines that seem to dominate the news these last several months are in regard to uh, the uh, uh, outlook of the multifamily housing industry uh, with what happens uh, as we begin to unfold and take up, uh, take off some of these prohibitions. Uh, there have been uh, headline after headline that's used the word tsunami. Tsunami of evictions are ahead. Uh, that was uh, in last month's Los Angeles Guardian. There they stated in that article, they said, there's going to be probably 495,000 households who are at risk of eviction 
in Los Angeles County alone. Uh, Other papers were saying this could be worse than what happened during the Great Depression. Let me ask you, Cecil, what would you say is uh, one of uh, MHA's biggest concerns in this issue of rentals and how we bounce back to normal? So, Gina, I think it, it really depends upon how long this goes. But all we can know is what we know now um, and do our best to anticipate the, the future. But what I know now is this is not the case in Minnesota. These, these headlines that we're hearing around the country um, is not the current situation. The data that we have, and we do a monthly uh, survey, usually around 30,000 units included in the survey, so it's a substantial data set. Um, we're seeing 97% of rent collected at the end of every month. Now, what we are starting to see is the occupancy is falling. We've got more and more vacancies now. So what we have rented, we're still doing great on on those uh, collections. And I have to take my hat off to Minnesota renters. They have, in spite of one of the most restrictive executive orders uh, around lease terminations and um, moratoriums on evictions, Minnesota renters have kept paying. And they kept their responsibility under the terms of their lease, um, by and large. And I think that's uh, been amazing. And now we have $100 million of uh, coronavirus relief funds from the federal government that the governor also deployed. Um, And we're seeing really good um, uptake on that. Um, Mm -hmm. As of September 22nd, there have been applications, completed applications uh, for $25 million. So, there's been uh, the there's been real encouragement uh, too for uh, uh, landlords if uh, to uh, help uh, renters in uh, filling out those forms or and also with uh, uh, I think uh, renters to make sure their landlords are aware that this is available so that uh, others know about this money that's available for assistance. Um, it uh, it seems uh, to me. Um, you know that uh, it's it's great to have some protections for renters, uh, but uh, do you think that there is protections that need to be put in place for the landlord as well? Some people will say, "Well, it's great that the that the renter is going to be able to have some help, and that's needed." But part of this other equation, you know, one other person said what we need uh, if we're going to have uh, uh, a place for renters to rent, a landlord's got to be able to keep <laughs> keep their building. Uh, how are things going in, uh, in in that area, would you say? So I'm not seeing um, and hearing about any financial distress. What I am hearing and seeing is operational distress. And part of the problem is, uh, and largely the problem is, the scope of the eviction moratorium. So we're not allowed to terminate leases. Um, We're not allowed to uh, file evictions, except for a very narrow set of circumstances. And those circumstances, you know, basically boil down to seriously endangering the safety of others mm-hmm. and significant property damage. Well, both those categories are fairly subjective um, and could be a fairly high standard. And largely, that's how it's been interpreted. And we all know that, and we've seen circumstances where there are residents who are behaving badly, perhaps not reaching the standard of seriously endangering the safety of others or significant property damage. But it's been enough that other residents have moved out because of their obnoxious neighbors. Um, And we know that that wasn't the intent 
of the moratorium. The, more, the intent of the yeah. moratorium was to keep people stably housed and to manage the pandemic. So I'm, that's, that's our greatest point of frustration. That's the message that we've and sent to Governor Walsh again and again is you, you need to adjust this. We cannot, we have no tools to deal with um, very uh, socially disruptive, obnoxious behavior that is clearly a breach of the lease. Yeah. Um, well, I, I suppose at the very beginning uh, they were concerned about uh, because we didn't have our arms around uh, what this pandemic was or what it looked like or even that much and how it spread in, in uh, March to say we want everybody uh, in place and staying put made sense, but we know a lot more now. And you mentioned that there are probably some other tools you'd like to see that the governor uh, would give. Uh, what would those tools look like? Well, we've advised on creating an off-ramp from the, the current restrictions um, to you know, the last the last turn of the dial, and that's the term that, you know, the governor was using this summer, the last turn of the dial should be, uh, you know, evictions related to non-payment of rent that are COVID impacts. Um, that, that's the last thing that should switch off. But there's a lot of other things that we can switch off in this moratorium to allow us to get back to more normal business. And as the courts continue to open up and be more functional, to have a steady process of dealing with one set of issues after another and not having um, a barrage of, of complaints being filed in court in a very short period of time. Not a tsunami, but clearly a backlog um, that has to be dealt with. And we'd far rather see that happen in an orderly, orderly manner. Well, folks, uh, we are talking about uh, uh, the eviction process, the moratorium that's uh, been put on by uh, our governor uh, during this uh, peacetime emergency. What are the things that should take place as we get back to normalcy? We're going to be uh, exploring that further with my guest, uh, Cecil Smith, president and CEO of the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. But... Let's take another break, shall we? Uh, So don't go away. We'll be back in a few. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. This is Sebastian Gorka. This election in November is the most consequential since 1860. The stakes are high. The battle line's stark. That's why I'm excited to talk to you about Dinesh D'Souza's latest film. It's called Trump Card, and it's an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the modern Democrat Party. Whether it's the creeping socialism of Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, the film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. Go to watchtrumpcard.com and pre-order your video on demand and DVD. You don't want to miss this important new film by Dinesh D'Souza. Pre-order your DVD and video on demand now at watchtrumpcard.com. That's watchtrumpcard.com. 
setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. <laughs> yes, all, all of the bumper music today are... Uh, the one-hit wonders, that's right, from someone who had it really big with one song, and then we never heard from them again. Uh, that's not uh, true of my guest or the organization he represents, uh, Cecil Smith, the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. They're no one-hit wonders, folks. They have been instrumental in the state, uh, guiding uh, even at the state legislature level, uh, on uh, everything uh, when it comes to uh, uh, good, uh, proper processes, protocols to have in, in place in what makes for uh, great, vibrant multi-housing uh, industry. We're going to get back with my, uh, my interview with Cecil in just a moment. Just like to take a moment to say that this segment of Where You Live is brought to you by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove, uh, providing insurance to help you protect what matters most for quality coverage that's affordable. Get a quote today from Will at Country Financial at 763-416-5131. Um, uh, Cecil, uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, be uh, my guest uh, today. I'd like us to turn, if we can, our attention to uh, looking ahead. You know, uh, this, uh, as you uh, stated at the very beginning, uh, uh, nobody, nobody would have thought at the begin uh, of at the beginning of uh, 2020 what we were uh, in for, and uh, some people have. Uh, it, it's been uh, just a real hardship for. Uh, and because people don't know, we don't know when it's going to end. Uh, there is uh, an old saying that I heard from a, an old gentleman in his 90s many years ago when asked what his favorite verse of Scripture is. He said, without missing a beat, and this too shall pass. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, yes, everything that we're experiencing, even with this pandemic, it too will pass. Uh, but uh, Cecil, MHA... Um, and as long as I've been acquainted with the organization, they generally uh, have uh, taken, um, when it comes to the Minnesota legislature, more of a defensive position, uh, generally in, in uh, bringing common sense to bad legislation, as opposed to being proactive. Uh, wouldn't you say that's a fair assessment? That's a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have, uh, I'm quoting from a, a legislator, and this is not in Minnesota, but in Oregon, a legislator by the name of uh, Julie Fahey from Eugene, Oregon. She said, concerning uh, when to end these executive orders in her state, she said, the moratorium can end when we think people have gotten to the point where they have income. And then you have to have a grace period so that they can have time to build up assets to pay back rent. So my question is, 
uh, do you think that uh, there will be uh, uh, equity in offering a gra grace period to landlords with what they may uh, need in being able to uh, uh, hold on to their buildings and to be able to deal with debt? I know you've mentioned that you didn't think that was a problem for uh, the uh, landlord who uh, probably owned a, a larger building and made a, an investment. But there's the smaller landlord who owns the single-family home. To them, and they're part of the organization too, they're having some issues, don't you think? They are indeed, Gene. And, uh, you know, this is the, the really, really hard part of about the, the pandemic because we are seeing... Um, serious economic damage. We only have to think about some of our favorite restaurants that have gone away for good. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to see hotels um, go into uh, bankruptcy as the um, fallout of this really affects, you know, business travel and um, and tourism. And I think we're, you know, we're going to see some effects in our industry as well. Um, yeah. And at the, you know, I really recognize that we can't ask in our industry for immunity from all of the effects. We know right. that we have some shared pain because other parts of the economy are devastated. Um, you know, right now I'm particularly concerned about Delta Airlines and them maintaining their hub at uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul. Um, that would be another serious economic blow to our state if that if that yeah. changed. Um, and along with the, all the, the dozens and of businesses and mm -hmm. thousands of employees that depend upon that. So, yeah. So I, I, I have to think reasonably and pragmatically about what we can ask for, but we can ask yes. for um, help and relief and um, and plead our case in terms of where, where we should be in the priority priority list of where help is going to come from, uh, either the legislature or the federal government. I, I like what you said. We need to be reasonable in approach. We can't take a look at just... Uh, what would be uh, uh, total in, in immunity for, uh, from uh, any of the effects? Um, I'm just wondering because to me it just uh, I, I I appreciate some of the efforts that take place, and and I also know and understand when um, when you have uh, politicians, people in government who have to make decisions sometimes quickly, um, there are the unintended consequences. But I would hope that there would be a, a little bit more thought and equity as we get to that place of getting back to normalcy of offering some grace period or something to landlords. You know, to me, the, the same government uh, that said uh, we're not removing people who haven't paid, we're going to give them some grace. I wonder, is that same government willing to say to the landlord, who may have a hard time uh, paying for all of his real estate taxes. Hey, you know what? We'll give you some grace. Uh, it's a nice thought, but I don't know if something like that would happen. Do you? Well, we, we asked for it in, in uh, April, and we got some of that relief in terms of at least some forbearance and delays with property taxes. Um, I'm not sure that's going to happen again because, as we all know, uh, local units of government are, and, and the legislature itself, are facing massive budget uh, shortfalls. So, you know, there's, if you um, offer forbearance on property taxes, then how do we make up for that uh, with local units of government? And, and this is, the, you know, the genius of our economy is that it's all interconnected. Um, and the flow of capital and resources uh, builds wealth throughout the, the economy um, from individuals to corporations. But when the flow of capital uh, gets sticky or slows down, then, then we start to see flow on effects. And, and what we don't want to see is 
you know, local units of government defaulting on their, their muni bond. Uh, what we don't want to see is bank failures. Um, that, that just exacerbates the crisis and, and makes it uh, even worse. So it's this, these, these, these massive tensions uh, on the economy because at the same time, mm-hmm. housing is a critical infrastructure. It's very important um, on any day of the week, but even more so during you know, a public health crisis like this. So these are the very, very hard problems facing uh, those, that are, those that are in public policy leadership. And yeah. uh, we're going to contribute our voice and, and our guidance to that conversation. But yeah. uh, when you start really looking at this, this is a very, very hard problem to solve. Yeah. And there are going to be some very severe impacts. Yes, there is. Well, um, I want to take uh, just uh, another break, but when I come back, um, we're going to wrap up the show. I've got um, a few things that I want to run by you, uh, Cecil. Uh, there are uh, rental uh, advocacy groups around the country that have come up with a number of things that they think will be uh, proposals that state legislators uh, ought to consider in getting things uh, back to normal. I want to think, uh, get your thoughts on that and more. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live here on AM 1280, The Patriot, back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Hydro Excavation. Are you using water and high pressure to dig holes around underground utilities? American Pressure has the accessories for you. From switchblade and ripsaw nozzles to trigger guns, lances, pumps, and more. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442 or stop in. We have what you need. On the shelf and ready to be picked up today in Robbinsdale. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond.
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here. show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Before we uh, wrap up uh, our uh, interview with uh, the uh, president and CEO of the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, Cecil Smith, uh, today, it's uh, time for us to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Folks, here is the MHA Minute. Do you need products to successfully run your rental property business? Interested in a class about fair housing or rekeying lots? Want to use the plain language lease that is used by the majority of rental property owners in Minnesota? Then you should visit MMHA.com. That's two M's. MMHA.com. That's the website for the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the most comprehensive resource in the state for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units and for townhome and condo associations as well. They've been around for 40 years and put on hundreds of seminars, publish a monthly magazine, sell attorney general approved leases, and have countless other tools for property owners. While they are a membership organization, all of their resources and seminars and their annual convention and their spring conference and their orientation programs are open to everyone. For more information, visit the website, mmha.com. Well, uh, folks, I want to just say once again, I certainly appreciate that you've taken time out of your Saturday morning to join us here on uh, Where You Live. Uh, Cecil, same uh, for you. I really appreciate uh, your perspective and your thoughts here today. Um, Let's wrap up uh, the the show. I want to talk about what some rental advocacy groups around the country have been stating with uh, various proposals, and I'd like to get your uh, thoughts on this. Um, I talked about uh, the uh, in Oregon. Uh, uh, there was the state representative, uh, Fahey, who said that we need to, res- once we resume normal again. Now, I, I don't even know what the definition of those metrics are going to look like, and what we're going to agree with uh, and what normal is, that might take a miracle in and of itself. But they said once we get to that period, now um, instead of uh, you've got someone who is behind in uh, in rent, now that uh, the executive order, the moratorium has been lifted, let's give uh, a grace period. And people are talking anywhere between 30 to 90 days in addition now that a renter would get to be able to get their act in order for repayment and the ability either to stay put or or move on. What do you think of that idea? What are the pros and cons that come to mind there? Well, I just know my renters and I know when people uh, and and I went through the, the Great Recession with my renters and and people act very sensibly generally and when you know you don't have the income to afford your lease you you end your lease and when your lease comes up for renewal you don't renew your lease and we're actually starting to see some of that happening in the market where people realize I can't afford this I need a different housing option um, and they're acting very reasonably and and sensibly and proactively in their best interest because nobody wants to have a pile of back rent, debt hanging over them. Um, people make changes um, to adjust to that circumstance. And, and I think we're going to see more of that um, because people will act in their best interest. And I think we just yeah. need to respect that when it happens. Um, and we're going to probably have to adjust as an, as an industry and as a market to, to those changes. And we're probably going to see higher vacancy rates. Um, as a result of that. Um, but that's just what happens when markets ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, uh, you know, I, uh, that is a, a very positive uh, outlook, and I, and I hope that happens too. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's something that uh, is uh, happening in an increasing way. It, it almost looks like around the nation that the uh, – opposite is uh, is uh, taking place and it'll be interesting to see uh what what happens uh, another uh, 
Yeah, Gene, I agree with you around the country. I just I just know Minnesota and I know uh-huh. our market, and <laughs> yeah. and I think they're whether you know whether I'm I'm a victim of Minnesota exceptionalism. Um, maybe I am, but I just see what the data shows <laughs> yeah. me, and I think okay. people, um, I think we we are different. Okay, um, we're above average. No, no, no doubt. That's right. That's uh, that's. Uh... That's the way it is with everybody here and in Lake Wobegon. You bet. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's look at another uh, idea people have. Uh, there is uh, an idea that, uh, uh, that legislation would be put forward that would say that uh, prevent landlords from reporting to credit agencies when tenants don't pay. Um, do you think that that is something? that uh, will uh, benefit through all of this? So, you know, I I don't think that's necessarily going to be of benefit um, in any substantive way, because I'll tell you this, that um, in this market, most owners do not engage in credit reporting. Um, In fact, there have been actually systems set up to to help owners do credit reporting so that people who have great rental payment histories can use that to build up their credit scores because they don't take on consumer debt um, and so forth. And and a rent payment is a really good sign. A a regular and consistent rent payment is a really good sign of good, good credit worthiness. So that hasn't been our practice. Um, It could be implemented um, I'm not sure it's going to be a game changer in, in, in any way. Or in, in doing anything uh, significant. No, uh, I, don't okay. would, I, don't, I don't think it would influence the market in any okay. substantial way. All right. Uh, here's uh, another one, uh, your thoughts on this. This is something um, I'm hearing a lot more uh, out on the uh, West Coast, specifically in the Northwest, uh, in uh, Seattle. Uh, and uh, Portland and cities like that. And it's the idea of they're they're saying, well, because of all this, we need to go to uh, what is a ban on what they're calling the no-cause eviction. Have you heard of this, Cecil? Yeah, so it's it's either no-cause eviction or or just-cause eviction is the other terminology that sometimes gets used, in fact, the city of St. Paul uh, just recently enacted some ordinances that that, inco- that include, um, you know, a just cause provision. Uh, so, you know, the, I'm not exactly sure what you're referencing out out west, yeah. but um, that's generally the um, sort of as a a, yeah. a further tenant protection. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's um, it's a further constraint on the market. Yeah. Well, I just, and, and we you know, it's a positive. Yeah. A just cause eviction when there is a, a just that, a just cause makes sense. Uh, what uh, people want to see with the no cause eviction is uh, they're saying, okay, we get to the end of the lease and the landlord says, well, I don't wish to renew with you. That's what they ca- are calling a no cause eviction. My thought is, doesn't the landlord have the same right as the renter after they get done with their contract uh, to be able to decide how to move forward? One would hope so. Yes. And under property rights that are guaranteed under the Constitution, one would hope so. Yes. Well, that's uh, all the time we have for today's show. Boy, it goes by quick. My guest, Cecil Smith with the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Cecil, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Gene. It's been great to be with you. And thank you, folks. Have a great weekend. See you here next week on Where You Live. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. 
Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298 